shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, you just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. What sports do you do in the winter? Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juwan, and today's show is all about being active in winter with sports that are super fun. And I'm Rachel Glass. Express Yourself is, a, is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service at the Be The Star You Are charity. I am not that athletic myself, but with the recent um, Olympic Winter Games in Sochi, everyone seems to be talking about snowboarding, skiing, ice skating, bobsledding, and of course, anything else you can do in winter. With us now is our sports reporter, Hart Maine. Hart started Mancan at age 14, a company that focuses on selling candles with scents that men like. All the candles are made inside a recycled soup can, and he is an avid sports enthusiast. He is with us... He was with us last week talking about the Olympics and wants to continue discussing how the cities are chosen. Hi, Hart. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. I'm Today, I'm going to be talking about the, um, they're actually starting the bidding process for the 2022 Olympics. I know it seems quite a ways down the line, um, but in the large planning aspect um, that goes with the Olympics, it really isn't. Um, they release. Um, about a week ago now, the four or the five cities that, no, four cities that have final bids in for the Olympics, um, Oslo and Norway, they placed a bid. They hosted a couple times, or not that city specifically, but Norway has hosted a couple times, and they are considered to be a very large winter sports um, powerhouse. They have the most medals in winter Olympics history, um, with the U.S. shortly behind. Um it interesting from that aspect because a lot of these places they let the public decide whether they want to host the Olympics or not. And Norway did the same thing. They put out a vote in their recent elections and less than 40% of the general public wanted the Olympics hosted because they didn't want the traffic that went with it. Um, all of the changes of their life, um, which I'm sure most people can imagine your drive to work going from 10 minutes to three hours because of an event that you're not really involved in. Um, so I think that's an interesting aspect from their part. Um, one of the other cities is Ukraine. Um, and I know recently they've been having very large protests over their government. Um, but the Olympic committee who is getting ready to hear their bid doesn't really seem that old fact. And, I guess if you look at it eight years down the road, um, quite a long time. I hope to be a couple years into my career by then. So um, from that standpoint, anything could happen. 
over that time. And then the two other cities are both, or two other countries are both newcomers, um, Poland, um, which is a very large country, and then Kazakhstan, which you wouldn't necessarily think of as a Winter Olympics country, but they were, they were part of um, Soviet Union, Russia, and they are looking to host their first Olympics. Yeah, I remember when I was living in Colorado, we were, like, not me personally, but I remember the citizens were pondering if we should host the Olympics for the winter, and I remember a lot of people didn't want to because of the same factors that you stated. So what are some public views in these areas about hosting the Games? Especially, I'm curious to hear about Ukraine with all of their political dissent right now. Yeah, I know... The majority, and I mean, I, according to the Ukraine government, which has been the main source of communication from all the research I've done, um, they are hoping to be able to bring together the public and the government, which at this point doesn't really seem possible, but yeah, who knows, who knows in the future. Um, so they're hoping to bring them together with the goal, get them to realize the large economic impact that it can have which in most cases it can. Um, for Russia, I know they spent $51 billion for their Olympics, which is unheard of for a Winter Olympics, um, for any Olympics of that matter. Um, but Nor I know Norway, they gave out their estimate budget. Um, they were the only country to do so. And they were just under $5 billion, which compared to Russia's very large budget um, is much smaller. But then for most Winter Olympics, that's about average. Mm -hmm. So I think I think they have the opportunity to make money and increase tourism. I know um, it, there's a lot of, they show a lot of shots of Russia, um, of the scenery there. And I know they would do the same for any other country that hosted it. Um, yeah. So definitely their tourism would shoot through the roof. Um, the profitability and the question of is it worth the amount of, time that the citizens are giving up, um, the difficulties they're going to have during those, during that month of the Olympics. That's really cool. I didn't know all that. And something else interesting about um, cities that like bid for the games, even for the Summer Olympics, on, I was just watching some videos, but you can like look up, a lot of countries like make bidding videos for, like, people to watch, you know, and they're actually, like, really interesting, give us really good, like, insight into what the country's all about. Um, that just reminded me of that, because I just watched those videos, but, um... Uh, yeah, I know... I know, I know a lot of the countries put together presentations and videos Yeah, um, just to try to sway the public opinion, because, I mean, the best support they can have is public support, whether it be donations or, um, just working better with their employees that are building the stadiums um yeah I mean, that's that's really what this that's really the benefit of hosting the olympics for them is to increase public awareness to increase awareness of their country's culture and um all the things they can offer yeah i definitely agree and were there any other countries in this bidding that you haven't really touched upon um, there were, in the previous rounds, um, Germany had a bid in that they ended up voting no on in their public um, vote. Um, I know Sweden was the last one to drop out, 
Um, mm. They had a very large bid in that they had extensive planning done for, but they just didn't see the cost effectiveness behind it um, with is putting that money into it and all the time that it's going to take really worth what they're going to get back out of it. Um, so there are several countries that, that definitely think about a bid, um, but then only a few go through to the international process. Yeah, and I was just wondering, do you know the specifics on how much Russia made during the Olympics since they did spend so much getting ready to host it? Nothing's really came out about how much they've made through the Olympics. Um, I know, I know, and it's general knowledge how much they spent, um, but a lot of that was spent on connecting from, because it's such a large country, Yeah, um, a lot of it was spent on connecting the two um, general locations where they had all the stadium events and then where they had the mountain events like the sliding or like the um, luge and the skeleton bobsled okay. um, skiing, snowboarding. So that's where a lot of their money was spent. I believe, I believe $25 billion of that wow. $51 billion was spent on bridges connecting. Um, and then a lot of that money, which I, most people may have heard about was the security issues that they thought they would have. Yeah. Um, and we saw that that went very well. Um, so I think that was money well spent on their part to secure their um, athletes, but then also all the people attending the games. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people um, were very concerned about that. I kind of was too, but um, <laughs> I'm glad all went well. Do you think um, the United States could, could ever hold Olympics in the future? Um, I think the U.S. definitely has areas that could host the Olympics, like you said, Colorado, um, a very large area for um, skiing, snowboarding, any winter winter Olympics. Mm -hmm. um, even right now, I'm living in Ohio, and it looks like we can still winter Olympics here just because of the snow. Um, but there's, I think with the U.S., there's people forget that a lot of the Olympics places use most of the country to host events. Um, mm -hmm. I know they could have an event in Colorado and then a different event um, someplace in the mountains in um, Montana or Wyoming um, mm -hmm. and still advertise it as U.S. Olympics um, well, for that part. Thank you so much, Hart, for this background info on how the Olympics host cities. And we are so fascinated to hear more later. But you are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio, and I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Rachel Glass. During the break, visit ExpressYourselfTeamRadio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. And also be sure to check out check us out on Tumblr at btsaradio.tumblr.com. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. 
Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Yangju On, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is winter sports. And I'm Rachel Goss, and one of our newest reporters, Henna Hyundai, um, is here with Help with Henna. Hi, Henna. Hi, how are you? Great. Good, how are you doing? I'm really good. Um, hi, everyone. I'm thrilled to be talking with you today on my new segment, Help with Henna for Express Yourself. I'm an 11th grader from Turlock, California, with a mission to empower the new generation to lead active, healthy lives. I believe that if teens can get off on the right foot by making healthy lifestyle choices, then there's no telling what we'll be able to accomplish. Now, when the cold, wintry weather begins to kick in, it's probably not intuitive for you to get up, go out, and exercise. I would know. (laughs) Like most people... I know my first reaction is probably to bundle up indoors with a bag of buttered popcorn and maybe a mawkish movie or two. However, it's time to break that habit. Research from the scientific community is indicating more and more that exercising outdoors when the cold weather hits is actually quite beneficial for burning calories. Here's how it works. The human body strives to maintain a regular body temperature of around 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. When the air around your body gets cold, your body counteracts that cold by shivering. Now, your body has to use up about five times more energy when shivering. This means that when the temperature around you is cold, your body starts to burn more calories just to keep its own core temperature up. Now, imagine if you're working out with a fun winter sport. Not only are you burning calories from that activity but you're also getting rid of a few additional calories just by the fact that your body's trying to negate the cold weather. Pretty cool, right? But that's not all. There's even more reason to believe that exercising in the cold weather can really help you burn more calories. You see, there's a special type of fat in the human body called brown adipose tissue. Brown adipose tissue burns calories rather than stores them. Research has indicated that brown fat is activated in cold weather. So, when you're out exercising in winter, not only is your body burning calories just to keep your core temperature up, but your brown adipose tissue is actively getting rid of calories too. So, what does all that mean for you? 
take advantage of the opportunity to work out during wintertime. There are a lot of ways to engage in fun wintertime activity, from ice skating to playing basketball to just taking a walk outside. Put down the hot cocoa, get off the couch, and try anything that keeps you up and about when the cold weather hits. If you want to shave off a few additional calories, it's time to give winter exercise a shot. Yeah, that's really interesting. I read a similar article about that and was telling my mom how it's actually better to keep the house at a lower temperature. But why do you think so many people lose the drive to work out during the wintertime? Well, you know, for me personally, when the weather's warm and sunny, I feel invigorated. You know, I kind of have a new energy in me and I really want to get out there, really burn that off and work out. But when it's wintertime, I feel that it's kind of easier to get a little bit lapsed. You know, it can be cold, it can be dark, and people just don't have that drive to jump up out of their chair, go out and, you know, work out. How long have scientists known that exercising in the cold can help you lose a few extra calories? I feel like that's something you don't normally read about. Right. Well, kind of like the little mechanism I talked about. They've kind of speculated that for some time now. And, you know, there's been a lot of hypotheses on that. But they've really had a renewed interest in looking at that pretty recently, actually. And there's been a lot of new studies that are really interesting to read that are examining just that. Mm -hmm. And I also know when you're um, exercising in the cold, I just remember from when I used to do gymnastics, when it's cold outside, it's, like, way more important to stretch out a lot before because your muscles are more, like, tense you know oh so, right right um versus like the warm weather where you're kind of just bendy automatically um <laughs> that just made me think of that but you've um also been talking a lot about brown adipose tissue which I actually have not heard of before so it's very interesting um can you elaborate a little bit more on this yeah so brown adipose tissue it's um a distinction from white adipose tissue now adipose tissue in general is just another name for fat Um, And so really when we're talking about brown adipose tissue, we're talking about brown fat. Um, And brown fat gets its color because it has a lot of these energy powerhouses called mitochondria, if you want to think of them that way. And that's what really separates it from white fat. And actually, newborn babies have a lot of brown fat because all of that mitochondria in the brown fat help generate heat. And so that ties right in with what we're talking about, about that brown fat helping to burn a little more calories, to burn off more of that calories and give off more of that heat. And how effective exactly is it being in the cold weather for calorie burning? Does it burn only a small or significant amount of additional calories? How does that work? Well, certainly it will vary a lot, you know, with individual, with the individual and the conditions around him or her. But there's actually been some very interesting research on that. Um, A study published in the journal called Cell Metabolism found that 15 minutes in the cold weather can be the metabolic equivalent of one hour of physical activity. And I think that's a stunning, stunning number. I mean, that's really a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. Um, What kind of, do you do any particular exercises in the cold that you wouldn't do while it's warm outside? Um, Well, actually, you know, my exercise kind of stays the same. I do try to incorporate a lot that I do in the wintertime, in the summertime as well. A great example of that would be biking. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I actually do more more biking in the wintertime than I normally would in the summertime. 
Um, we have a great long dirt path near my home, and I love going out there each evening and just kind of, you know, riding along that canal, being out there in nature instead of cooped up indoors, you know, on a treadmill or elliptical. So I oh, definitely cool. like that type of winter activity. Yeah, and going back to your study, can you tell us a little bit more about the researchers' analysis and how they came to these conclusions? Yeah, well, the study was actually led by a researcher from the Virginia Commonwealth University of Medicine. And what they did was really take a renewed look at brown fat in humans. Mm-hmm. Now, for a long time, um, researchers didn't even know that human adults actually had that quantity of brown fat. They kind of thought it was only in newborns or primarily in newborns. Um, but in the study, they looked at it in adults, actually, which was kind of, you know, a landmark move. Mm-hmm. And they found that hormones, ones called FGF21 and another one called Aricin, are actually cold-induced activators of brown fat. So that means that when it's cold, those hormones are released. And that's what's really getting the brown fat to go on and burn those calories. And as great as it all sounds, does that mean we should deliberately make ourselves freezing cold? What's the balance we should aim for? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, we're not, we're not talking about, yeah, getting out there and, you know, dying of being frozen. We're <laughs> talking about just kind of not, you know, being indoors all day and being able to modulate the temperature that surrounds us. We want to get our bodies out there in the wintertime, in the cold, and help them adapt to the fact that they need to control their own core temperature. You know, because when you're indoors all day, you can turn up the heat, um, turn down the air conditioning, you know, you can make all those adjustments. And there's been a lot of new research lately that's kind of looking at how that might be affecting our body's ability to regulate temperature on their own. Um, Are you suggesting that we should lower the thermostat in our house? Would that be like kind of a healthier thing for our bodies? Well, yeah, actually, there's been um, some great new research that maybe we can talk about a little later. Um, And they actually are looking exactly at that. Uh, the okay. fact that ambient temperature around us, which basically means our, the surrounding air, that mm-hmm. ambient temperature, how might changing that affect our body's ability to change temperature? And so, you know, I think definitely, you know, being changing up our environments a lot, particularly when we exercise, we never know what good might come out of that. So I think we kind of need to be open to the fact that you don't have to be indoors all day on a you know, in the gym, on the treadmill or elliptical, kind of vary your exercise routine a little bit. Yes. Well, thank you so much for this good information. And I'm sure we'll be looking forward to hearing more in the next segment. But it's time for us to go to break. And I'm Young Ju on. And I'm Rachel Glass. And next segment, um, Young Ju is to run. So Hen and I will discuss winter sports a little bit more. Visit us at expressyourselfteamradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at bpswayradio.tumblr.com. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. 
Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up, World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, Kid Star Update. Here's Cole with Sports Rewind. Hi, my name is Cole Young from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and you are listening to Sports Rewind. In NBA news, LeBron James had an incredible 61 points. It was versus Charlotte Bobcats in Miami on March 3rd. The final scorer was the Heat, 124, the Bobcats, 107. It is a new record for the Heat and a career high for LeBron. Then on March 4th, the Heat played the Rockets in Houston. LeBron put up a three at the last second to go to overtime, but he missed it. The Rockets defeated the Heat 106-103. to In college basketball news, Michigan crushes Illinois 84-53. to And the University of Michigan is awarded the trophy for the Big Ten champions. This is the first time Michigan is the Big Ten regular season champions since 1986. Nick Stask has been named Conference Player of the Year. My name is Cole Wieland, and thank you for listening to Sports Rewind on the Kidstar Radio Network. You've been listening to Sports Rewind. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Rachel Gloss, and we are talking about winter sports. 
Hannah Hundal is still on with us, and she wants to talk about a new study that was recently released in the journal Trends in Endocrinology and Metabolism that she mentioned briefly before. And the study found that you may actually burn more calories exercising outdoors in the cold in the winter weather than you would doing similar sports indoors or during warmer weather. Very interesting. Um, so, Hannah, can you share more about how you stay healthy and fit during the winter? Yeah, well, you know, during the wintertime, I really think it's important to take a two-pronged approach, you know, diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as we've been talking about before, in the wintertime, it's really easy to let up on your daily exercise routine. So you want to make sure you're always backing that up with a good, solid, healthy eating routine. Um, Mm -hmm. So I really try to couple that with, you know, getting in all the seasonal fruits as well as enjoying all that wintertime can offer in terms of exercise. What are some of the things that you um, cook for yourself during winter? (laughs) Well, wintertime um, for, you know, actual meals, they usually remain the same. But I do like to, you know, get in a lot, get in, you know, more fruit and, you know, make smoothies. I love making smoothies and, (laughs) you know, just kind of finding little areas here and there wherever I can get in that great, healthy diet as well as, you know, all the great wintertime activities Mm -hmm. that are out for the enjoyment. Yeah. Can you give us some examples of fun outdoor winter sports and activities? Oh, yeah. There are a bunch of great winter sports, and there really are. And, you know, picking which ones are right for you kind of depends on what you enjoy. So I think Mm -hmm. if you love being out in the snow, skiing and snowboarding right off the bat are great. If you don't Mm -hmm. get snow where you live, like where I live, we don't get snow. Um, you know, try shooting a couple basketball hoops outside. Go play a game mm-hmm. of kickball with your friends. I mean, there's so many ways to take part in fun outdoor winter activities. And I think we kind of forget that sometimes. You know, Definitely. like the whole kickball thing. Like, just get out there and, mm-hmm. you know, find a game. Find a way, you know, play tag if you have to with your little brother or sister. You know, just find yeah. something. There are so many ways. Would you suggest bundling up more when you're exercising or do you think you're going to get like too hot being in like warm clothes? I would suggest beginning with a good, you know, a good wardrobe, a good attire suited to that cold weather. You don't want to get out there and completely freeze. Um, and, yeah. this whole thing about, <laughs> and this whole thing about, you know, the cold weather actually helping you burn more calories, that'll kind of come into play on its own, but you don't need to kind of accentuate that by getting out there, you know, with summertime work out attire. So I would definitely recommend um, putting on, make, making sure, you know, you're nice and bundled up. And then as you exercise more, as you get a little warmer, kind of adjusting your, you know, layering up. That's a great thing. Just, you know, pull off a layer, pull on a layer. I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. Oh, cool. And something I just thought of another good outdoor winter activity is ice skating, which I have not done personally in a long time. But I remember it was really fun when I was younger. And I was actually just looking up um, some information about ice skating that I thought was really interesting. Um, One of those facts being that the oldest pair of skates, it dates back to about 3000 BC, which is so long ago, which I didn't realize. And they found it at the bottom of a lake in Switzerland. And the skates were actually made from the leg bones of large animals, and holes were bored at each end of the bone, and leather straps were used to tie the skates on, which seems like so different. You can see how much you know sports have evolved um, to today, but we're still you know kind of pl- we're playing the same sport, but just you know in a totally different context. <laughs> oh, completely, uh, and. 
you know, it, it's so cool too, because even ice skating now, you know, it has an historical context, but we can definitely bring it into modern times and it burns anywhere between 300 to 900 calories per hour. So it is wow. great. Wow. Um, do you ice skate? Actually, an ice skating rink um, just opened up right near my home. Mm-hmm. And so it was great. I actually haven't been ice skating in a while, but I got to go out there and kind of revive that fun. And I had a great time, actually. I'm looking forward to doing it a little bit more. Oh, cool. Yeah, I haven't been ice skating in so long. I want to go do that soon. That sounds like fun. I know and they do, um, you know, just put up ice skating rinks um, places, you know, so I'm sure wherever, you know, our listeners are, there's somewhere close by that's opening up uh, an ice skating rink for winter. Right, right. Um, yeah. Do you have any other advice about being healthy during the winter? Maybe, um, you know, things that are different versus, you know, while it's summer? Well, I think in the winter time, just again, it's so important to emphasize the fact that you've got to get out there and you know, even if you don't want to be outside all the time exercising, make sure you are at least doing some activity. You know, we've been spending all this time talking about how, you know, the cold weather can help boost your calorie burning routine. But even on top of that, it's this whole idea of not letting the wintertime blues get in the way of your getting fit. Um, so really, that, I think that's really the most crucial point here is just to do whatever you can to make sure you're still remaining active. And I think we have a lot more challenge to face in doing that during wintertime. So I think that mm-hmm. definitely differentiates it from a normal summertime exercise routine. Yeah. And that all kind of boils down to like motivation. You know, you need to find motivation to get out there in the winter, but it's something that is really important. Um, do you have any like motivational advice for people to get up and get out? <laughs> that can that can be hard, you know, when it's rainy. Um, I know I just like want to stay inside all day, you know? <laughs> well, I think, you know, we work in, in summertime. I, I know particularly a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I'm close with and even me myself, you know, I try to, you know, really get fit and so I can wear, you know, those nice summertime dresses and, you know, all those cute summertime outfits. You know, you want to feel good. You want to look fit. You want to look great. And I think that's natural as teenagers. Um, so I, w- I would really encourage encourage people to try to continue that pattern throughout the year. Don't let that, you know, energizing, invigorating summertime feeling of wanting to remain active. Don't let that not translate in the wintertime as well. Definitely. And And I think something else people could do is you can always exercise indoors as well. Like if you're like in a place where it's snowing, sometimes it's really hard to like go out, you know, or it's, you can't drive anywhere, you know, but, um, it's great, you know, there are so many YouTube videos that lead, um, like, yoga classes and Pilates classes or just show, like, simple stretches and stuff that, you know, would be great to, like, get into a routine when you're just inside. Oh, right. I mean, you know, we've been talking about outdoor activities like skiing, which can burn anywhere from 350 to 1,000 calories. You've got snowboarding, which can burn anywhere from 300 to 800 calories. But if you're not that comfortable with outdoor physical activity, particularly during the wintertime, then that's no reason to not do that indoor during the wintertime too. I mean, I love yoga and, you know, that's definitely a great, yeah, me too. you know, mm-hmm. when you don't want to go out there in the freezing rain and, you know, exercise, you can go indoors and light a candle, do a little yoga, 
you know, stretch out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. YouTube. I'm on that all the time looking at yeah. um, new fitness trainers and new mm-hmm. exercise videos that they put out. I think you can get a lot of great tips from there that you might not typically hear about, you know, from your normal trainers that you might interact with or things you might see on a normal everyday basis. Definitely. And um, also, oh, man, I just forgot what I was going to say. However, since we're talking, oh yeah, I remember what I was going to say. Earlier in the show, I mentioned how um, it's way important to, you know, stretch before you get into like big workouts, you know, because it's cold. So um, I think there might be some good advice, you know, just to do some basic stretches, like, you know, sit, sit down with your legs out and like reach towards your toes or something, just things like that, that can just kind of warm up your body before you do like, because yoga and Pilates can get like intense, you know, like it's not, um. Not as easy as people think it is. (laughs) Oh, definitely. I mean, I've been doing yoga for many years now, and I think there definitely are a lot of misconceptions about it. There are different types. There's, you know, stretching primarily, and then you can get Mm -hmm. into vinyasa flow, which is kind of coordinating all the different poses with a little bit of cardio interjected in between them. And then you've even got things like power yoga. And then, you know, of course, the much celebrity-loved Pilates. So there are, there are a bunch of different, there's really the whole, you know, exercise routine you could want in yoga if that's, you know, the physical activity. Yeah, and all of these things you you can find on the internet, like we said, go on YouTube, find videos, yeah, guiding these things. Um, We have to go to break, but thank you so much, Hannah. I had a great conversation with you. And when we come back, um, (laughs) no problem. We come back, um, Young Ju and I are going to talk a little bit more about what you can do inside. I'm Rachel Glass, and you're listening to Express Yourself Team Radio. Check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around. When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Rachel Glass. This show, we have been talking about winter sports. And for our last segment, um, I wanted to talk, kind of change it up a little bit, stick with the winter theme, and talk about just kind of things you can do in winter. And um, I have a reason why I'm talking about this that I will explain to you now. So as you all probably know, I live in Eugene, Oregon, and I go to the University of Oregon, and we are known for rain. And it's actually really funny because... Whenever there are tours for prospective students, it's always on like the rare sunny days here. So uh, everyone, and that's how it was for me too, (laughs) they're just like planned on sunny days always. So they get the wrong idea about what it's really like here. Um, Even though like I don't think the rain's that bad, like you get used to it, you know. Um, But anyways, so and, and a lot of people ask me if it snows and it actually doesn't normally snow here. It snows in a lot of places in Oregon, but um, we are just rain here. We don't really get snow. I remember when I was a freshman, there was one time when it did snow for, and it kind of stayed on the ground for a few days and it was really exciting. But, you know, now I'm a junior and it's been, you know, two years, over two years now and um, it hasn't snowed. However, last term it snowed and we had like a snow day, like, like we got like a day off school and it was really exciting and it was really fun. And then this term, and it's like super unusual for Eugene to have snow. And so, you know, we don't have snow plows. So, like, the roads are just like blocked until the snow melts. It's pretty awful. And then this term, just about a week ago, it snowed again. But this time it was way more snow than usual. And um, it warmed up really fast. So, all the snow kind of turned into ice. And um, it was actually really beautiful. Like, all like the plants were like encased in ice, kind of. Um, but the not beautiful side of it was it was just so dangerous because of, like, the weight of everything on the trees. Just branches were falling everywhere, falling into cars and houses. We got school canceled for a bunch of days. And the University of Oregon is known for, like, never canceling school. And so we actually had a few days canceled because it was so bad because nobody could get to class. And it was super dangerous to drive. Um, however, and then our electricity went out because all the branches were falling oh on the wires. <laughs> And so this brings me to my, that was my spiel, this brings me to my main thing. So we had the electricity out, like most of Eugene, we, we all had no electricity. And obviously, you know, it was kind of a pain. Um, I actually had wet clothes in the dryer at the time, so it was kind of frustrating. And um, it was crazy to see just how, like, lost we were without our, all of our technology, you know, it really pointed out, like, a flaw in our, you know, civil society but on the other hand, it was really nice to kind of, you know, all my friends and I, we just hung out, we um, set up candles, you know, none of us were on our phones because most of our phones were dead. And it was actually really nice to kind of, you know, have that, you know, connection with people where like you were kind of forced to talk to each other. Whereas now, you know, we have so many distractions to, um, you know, for non-interaction. 
Yeah, I remember one time, and um, I used to live in Colorado, but after moving mm-hmm. to California, I haven't seen much snow or, like, stormy weather. But yeah. I do remember one occasion where the electricity went out and my whole family was just sitting around with candles mm-hmm. everywhere, and it just brought this, like, really rustic, vintage-esque mood and Although I was scared of the lightning and thunder outside, Mm -hmm. it was also really nice just to be able to sit there and know that I have this moment to not do homework or not be distracted by Tumblr or Facebook. Yeah. There aren't very many moments where we just sit Mm -hmm. and think. Yeah, exactly. And there also aren't any moments where, like, we get to, like, actually, like, we're, like, we, like, have to talk to each other, you know? Yeah. You know, you don't have any other distractions or, like, we wouldn't just put on a movie or, you know, like, my boyfriend and his friends wouldn't just play video games, you know? We actually, like, we just, like, played a lot of games with each other, you know, put on a bunch of candles so we could (laughs) see because after a while it got super dark. Yeah. Um, But it was really, it was really nice and it was kind of a good reminder that um, we're so dependent on technology when we really don't need to be. And, you know, it's refreshing to know that we can all still communicate with one another without having our, you know, our phones and Wi-Fi and stuff. Yeah, although I love technology, I do, I have realized that these past few years, when you go over to hang out with someone's how at someone's house, most of the time you're just texting other people or like watching a movie together. You're not really interacting with one another. Yeah, and I hate it when I see like a group of people, or even like when I'm with my friends, and everyone's like on their phones. You yeah, know, it's totally cutting cutting <laughs> off our social interactions, which probably like isn't probably not good. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. I've heard a lot of people saying like, oh, technology is making it so that you can't communicate with other people. And I would say that's preposterous and ridiculous altogether. But actually, if you look around, it is happening to us. Yeah, it's changing our communication in ways, but it's also making us just kind of dependent on that technology. So I think the takeaway from this is that although like technology is amazing and we're so lucky to like be living in this time where we get to use this technology... It's also good to, um, you know, realize you are just a person. You're just a human. You're not a robot. You (laughs) don't actually, like, we don't really need these things, or most of them anyways. Yeah, definitely. You know, because, go on. Yeah, and going back to our theme of winter sports, have you ever played any winter sports? Uh, no. I only did gymnastics growing okay. up, which is a summer sport, which I live watching <laughs> for the Olympics. But otherwise, um, I'm just kind of unathletic and like I don't really watch that many sports. Yeah. So, um, do you ever feel yeah, left I, out when the Olympics are going on? Um, not really. I mean, I watch some of the Olympics, and you know, all my friends are. I don't really know anyone that's like super into it. Yeah. And wants to watch, <laughs> you know, like. Every minute of it, but I watch it. It's fun to watch, and you know uh, the U.S. has been doing really well, so that's yeah. exciting. But I yeah. watch a lot of the um, skiing and snowboarding, which is really cool. But um, I think because I've never, I haven't really been in the snow that much. Like when it snowed here in Eugene, it was like the third or fourth time that I've seen snow. So um, yeah, I've had a lot of snow in my life the past few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> is it weird having it like being colder? Like I've heard it from news reports from the Midwest to East Coast to Canada, it's been really cold lately, like colder than it's ever been. So has it been weird having a colder winter? Well, it 
the thing is that it only snowed for a few days, and you know, when it snows, it's below freezing. Yeah. But when it rains, which it does rain here most of the time, it's so much warmer than when it snows, you know, because there are, like, clouds covering up the sky. And since I've lived here for so long now, like, it's, you know, like, 40, 50 degrees is, like, pretty nice, you know, especially yeah. compared to how it is the snowy. <laughs> so um, I have definitely adapted to the cold. And, you know, I have clothing. Like, I am, um, you know, I wear a bunch of jackets. You know, I never go out. I would never put myself in that situation, but, um, yeah, it's definitely something you have to get used to, especially for me, like coming from California where, you know, it's pretty warm most of the time. It makes me yeah. appreciate the sun. <laughs> <Shapes> a lot. <laughs> Was it kind of hard to adjust from like sunny California to Oregon where it's colder than here? Well, I was actually really excited because I really enjoy the rain. Like I love being able okay. to... You know, I love just, like, listening to the rain, and I like the smell of when it first rains and stuff. So I was really excited for it. So it really, like, hasn't um, it hasn't been that bad at all. That's good you know? to hear. Yeah, one time I visited Seattle, and I wasn't really expecting much from Seattle. But for the one, I was there for a week, and it's, like, rained six days out of seven. So it was a new experience for me to see so much rain. I know, and it, yeah, it just totally depends what you're used to and stuff. But when you're in a place for long enough, you know, you get you get used to that weather. Yeah. I'm acclimated, you know, <laughs> but I still like I'm so excited to go home for spring break and to get some sun, get some vitamin D. Yeah, I remember like it was pretty cold during the winter here versus other winters. And I remember my friends always saying, hey, you lived in Colorado. Why are you still cold? But your body mm-hmm. forgets what it was like to live in other climates yeah definitely definitely takes some getting used to but also it is good to experience other climates because you never know if you'd enjoy something yeah um we are done for today this has been a great show and thank you to star style productions cynthia bryan be the star you are and kid star for producing this show Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Demon and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be healthy, be kind, and get out and exercise, even in the winter. Speak up and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. My name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. And her eyes are set on you. She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall. There's nothing you can do. One time she drew a beat on Fred back when he first moved in. She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then 
first saw her throw With that wind-up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know Tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes We only know that when she plays We drop like swatted flies Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard In our place, though we try, we cannot get away From that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is she's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat When I go out into the world Don't know what job I'll do But I can bet I'm the one girl Who's gonna run a wrecking crew Dodgeball, dodgeball us fall, it ought to be against the law, she should even play it on, dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful, but friend, I wouldn't tell her that, cause she'll wind up hard, she gonna wind up hard, she gonna wind up hard, and you'll wind up flat. The Kid Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kid Star website www.kidstar.org. <laughs> 